at Sam Whitfield, uh, Facebook.com forward slash Whitfield Report, thesamwhitfield.com for all of, uh, you know, your web stuff. And uh, also, this broadcast is simulcasting on Versa Media's uh, channel. It you can subscribe to them at Versa Media on YouTube. And uh, yes, speaking of Sean and uh, Dictator Phil, at this point, they might as well be the co-hosts of the Whitfield Report because they join me so frequently. Um, We're just so popular. I literally have no topics to discuss tonight, so I just invited them on to shoot the shit. So, uh, and real quick, I want to say hi in the chat to uh, Owen Benjamin sucks Vox off. <laughs> that he does. That he does. Uh, although I am not sure if he, how that relationship is going, but at any rate, uh, Sean, Phil, you gentlemen there. Yes. Hey, yep. Hello. How you doing over there, buddy? I am bored as fuck right now. Jeez, this, uh, this coronavirus, man, it's not the virus that's going to kill me. It's the boredom at yeah. this point. Yeah, ain't that the fucking truth? School's been keeping me busy. Uh, yeah, pe- people just a whole bunch of people hold up. I I saw that uh I saw that India is uh you know this they they have a self-imposed curfew. I can't imagine how fucking crazy that is. I I mean all all 1.3 billion people having to you know get off the streets. That that is not that's not cool. But, hey, on the bright side, look. Look, on the bright side, let's celebrate at least one thing, okay? Lily Singh is back on YouTube, okay? God, let's, really let's celebrate that and have fun with it, okay? No, just kidding. <laughs> how, is that, how is that good news? Wait, is she off NBC, though? You, you, didn't, you didn't hear the sarcasm in my voice there? Uh, no, um... <laughs> Is yeah, like, well, clearly. Yeah, no, no, I did. Did you did like clearly her show did not do that well. If she's going back Shocker. on YouTube, right? With it, like if she's really hitting this thing up again, clearly they haven't like done anything for it. Like that, that it, <laughs> it, it it was a disaster. Like whoever told her that that talk show was a good idea needs to be fired immediately like immediately or if he's already if he's been fired already or he or she or it i have to be you know it's 2020 um, i don't inclusive. know exactly exactly it, it, it may it may be 2020 but we're in the apocalypse so fuck political correctness we don't have time for that i shit like any, you i like your anymore. thought i like your thinking <laughs> sam i like your thinking i like the it was the worst. I I I actually, for you guys, I I I for for you guys, I actually watched two episodes of Lily Singh's late night show just to make sure that oh. it was actually look and just to make just just to make sure that it was as bad as advertised, <laughs> right? It it was so bad. She she can't tell a fucking joke to save her life. I I don't know what it is. It's so painful. Um, I don't know. 
I don't know what like like. And 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 there's some people that are like, uh, defy me. I defy you to say something that's more funny than the yeah uh, you know than Lily Singh. And I'm like, okay, well since you asked so nicely, um, the Holocaust is more. Hey, funny. I was gonna make that joke. <laughs> how about the SIDS? I right? Was... How about how about old people coughing to death because of this fucking coronavirus? That is more funny than her fucking show. I was literally going to say, you could rip out any page of Mein Kampf and find ten funnier things than Lily Singh's show. <laughs> Adolf Hitler talking and as, as as the Nazi soldiers are marching in front of them, right? That is funnier than her fucking show. Hey, at least they had style. At least they had something going for them. Like, what but is... Hey. At least on the bright side, her audience got paid to, you know, be on her, be in her show. Yeah, she's right? good for the economy. Yes, she, she put, you know, jobs were out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jeb Bush is funnier than Lily Singh. Yeah, like literally, because you know they have the, uh, you, you know how they have the one iota site where you can get tickets to go like to the late night shows and shit. And usually they're free. Um, but like they couldn't even fill up her fucking show. So then they had to pay people to fill her seats in the audience. Probably a true That's story. how bad her shit was. Oh, oh, and if you th- and if you think that was bad, you should look the and the NBA All Star Game. They got her to do like a like, like they got her to join the roast of the NBA, right? Because they had to do this thing like this little celebrity roast. Yeah. So they got they had to, she couldn't even fucking roast. She couldn't roast. She couldn't tell a joke. Like she was fucking terrible. What can she do? What what is she good for in our society? I'm not going to finish that line. I'm not <laughs> not going to do it. You're not going to get me to do it. Oh, is this a G-Rage show now? No, because no. she's so because she's so fucking loved on YouTube. If I if I say some derogatory shit, Susan Wojcicki's going to boot my ass well, off of this program. You've already been banned from Twitter once and we forgot to even mention that on our own show. Oh, oh yeah. I'm such a piece oh, yeah. of shit. Oh yeah, what's what's that up, Phil? You were you were bragging about that to me. Um, oh no, I I take it as a I take it as a badge of honor. So the, the, you should. So first off, we'll, we'll we'll hit up this talking point before I uh, look. So the uh, so a bunch of celebrities decided that they would you know, that they thought that it was a good idea amidst this terrible coronavirus outbreak to try to chip in and do that by singing John Lennon's Imagine with each one of these douchebags singing a line. You know, and they had Gal Gadot, Amy Adams. She's no, 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 I will admit, I like, I like Gal Gadot. She's attractive. And yeah. I... And I would have, I would have liked it. Yeah, I would have liked it if it were just her. But they ruined, uh, they ruined it by including the other celebs. 
Yeah. And they all kept singing it. Like, first of all, they were trying to sing, which is always going to sound back. So, like, imagine all the people. Yeah, it was know? it was terrible. Like, they actually tried. Like, I mean, it would have <laughs> been funny if it was cool. It would have been cool if it was just like, oh, they were just like, you know, they just sang the fucking thing. But you could tell some of these people so actually forced. practiced this shit. Those, like, second and third takes before no, no, no. like, oh, I terrible. think they all just phoned it in. Like, they were all, like, laying on their couches. Like, like fucking, uh, what's his face? The, the whole, no way. Um, um, what, what's that guy's name? Uh, uh, Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. He's, like, sitting there with his fucking, like, goofy glasses. And he's, like, yeah, I... all the people. And then, like, you had, like, Natalie Portman. Just like totally phoning him, she's like, "Imagine all yeah. the people." And and Gavin McGinnis had the greatest reaction. He's like, "Yeah, she sounded like one of those like, you know, teenage girls say it's like, imagine all the people." You know, she's like totally phoning she's all, him. So Valley Girl, like totally. Yeah. Oh my god, seriously. <laughs> god. It so was... so so in any case, right? So so when that was out and it bombed the way that it did, um. I decided to retort that such a, a a video, and I decided to rewrite John Lennon's "Imagine" in my own ver in mm. my own way, right? Uh oh, so, right. So I, I I it's on my Twitter page. I, I I put it out. Anyone can see it, you know. And I now basically, you know, and they base I basically you know made fun of them because fuck them. That's why. <laughs> Um, how dare you, Phil? Yeah, you know, monster. how dare me, right? I know, right? It's like, uh, okay, hold on. <clears throat> but, but, by the way, YouTube is lying to me right now. I know we have more than three people watching. How dare YouTube? They're all on our channel, Sam. We took them all from you. Yeah, yeah Susan Wojcicki is like, there's no way I'm giving these <laughs> fuckers any viewers. <laughs> uh, in, in, all, in all seriousness... It, folks, I've gotten a few DMs from people and emails. I know that you guys aren't getting notifications for my stream anymore, which is ridiculous because I'm not even I'm not even at a thousand subscribers and they're already muting <laughs> notifications. Mm -hmm. So I am trying to figure out a way to send push notifications out to you, Pete, or something. Here, you know what I recommend. I I mean, this is what I've learned from Milo and a bunch of other band people. They're high profile. Get Please emails. Please don't say DLive. Oh, well, not yet. But I have tried out DLive, and it's had promising start and didn't hasn't gotten anywhere for me uh, numbers-wise. But get emails, get phone numbers. They can't take that from you. Get them while you can. Well, the problem yeah. is, the problem is you YouTube has you know google and the chinese funding their shit too so you know they're the all the other all the other platforms are really at a disadvantage there see i'm you, not you know this is what are you know people that in like the groiper group they kind of think all oh, the jews are behind everything no we're looking at things like are the chinese behind everything you know yeah that that that's that's my uh that's my whole they're the group I, I've started blaming for everything. 
So. And then we turn out to be actually right on it, unlike the Groypers with the Jews. Like, we actually turn out to be right on the Chinese. You're like, oh, shit, Hollywood's in bed with the Chinese. Oh, I wonder if, um, you know, uh, uh, fuck, I'm trying to think of an actual example. You know, so-and-so's in bed with Chinese. It's like, oh, yeah, they are. Facebook is in bed with the Chinese. Yeah. Yeah, they're all... They're all in bed with the Chinese. Look, look at the media, right? Look at the media, right? Um, you have, um, you had uh, Peter Alexander uh, trying to sensationalize uh, <laughs> everything with Donald Trump, right? He's well, he like, there's, a, there's like 200 people died and all so many people. What do you say to these people that are scared? And then Donald Trump's like, yeah, I, I, I'll tell them you're a terrible reporter. <laughs> Fucking Chad. Oh, my God. Uh, the, he finally, finally an alpha male in the room, you know, yes. it only it took us years to make it happen. But we finally did. Oh, you want it. But yeah, want... like. Oh, rip. Oh, real quick. Sorry. You want to know yeah. what's weird? What's weird, though? I mean, it's not surprising, but it's like this coronavirus is a real litmus test to, uh, you know, kind of where our country is at, because you have the uh, you have like the far, far, far left. And by the far left, I mean the mainstream media. Basically, I read a piece in The Atlantic, basically, where the where the Atlantic was basically saying, this is all of Donald Trump's fault. Oh, do, do, do. And then, um, and then like, and then, uh, you know, the right was like, well, this is all Bill, this is all the Clinton's fault, you know, and some of them. And I'm like, it's neither. It's, it's the Chinese. Literally. No, it's the bat's fault. It's the bat. Yeah, I'm skeptical of the bat theory. We were just talking about this yeah. at like literally yeah, we were when our yeah. stream ended. You know, it it doesn't. I mean, it's possible. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, I think people are looking for a simple explanation as they always do to make them feel comfortable. But this idea that the simplest explanation is the most is the most likely explanation is one of the stupidest lines of thinking ever because we live in a multivariable world and a very complicated world. So usually the least simple explanation is actually probably what it fucking ends up to be. So who knows? But we may never find out. Maybe I look at yeah. I look at I look at the mainstream media and I look at it. Okay, so you have you have MSNBC. They're owned by Comcast. They do multi-billion-dollar business with China. You have. CNN, they're owned by they're they're owned by AT and T. They do billion dollar business in China. You have you have you have Viacom. You have CBS Viacom. They're owned by National Amusements. They do multi billion dollar business in China. Uh, we all know ABC is owned by Disney. They do multi billion dollar business in China. Do you think any of them are going to say anything anti China to go against the Chinese, knowing that they have all of that money tied there, tied into tied into their shit? And the answer is no. There, you know, we know, we know this, okay? Or and if you don't know this, well, now you should know it, <laughs> and 
you should know to get the fuck away from mainstream media. Just go. Just ignore it. And and it's better. I mean, I mean the I mean it's better to just go go with other. There's there's plenty of other other news outlets anyway. You know, you got Blaze TV, you've got Daily Wire, you've got you got all these other news Info outlets that are there's Yes. Yeah, InfoWars Info yeah. are out there. You got all these other these got all these other outlets, you know. And, and none of them and, and everybody everybody gives InfoWars shit. But for being, uh, oh, it's it's, it's just a, a echo chamber for white supremacists and nationalists and all That's that. So shit. Like, yo, you, all of these mainstream media outlets are fucking echo chambers for the fucking Chinese and the Democrats and shit. Yeah, and Infowars, like I met the guys from the team. They are some of the coolest, most down to earth people you'll ever meet. I mean, I I feel bad for how bad of a rap they get when I see how cool they are in person. Like these guys are awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, that's that's the other thing that worries me too. Though is like I I was even telling my stepdad about this. I guess now you can get your channel taken down for like I don't know spreading like misinformation about coronavirus whatever that but means whatever the fuck that means how right. do we know how did do you know? see jack kind of covered that shit up they covered it all up they did well, that to jacob wolf's lawyer uh right hand man dude he got suspended from twitter today for supposedly spreading false information about coronavirus i don't even know what the fuck he said because he's been banned and I, I mean, it's, you know, I'm starting to feel that we're now going to see, this is, again, this sounds like a lot of the shit the Grippers will say about, oh, you criticize Israel and you look at banned. It's like, no, you're going to criticize China and you're going to get banned now. That's the real influence. That's the real money today. I mean, yes, Israel does have influence, but nobody is talking enough about the high levels of Chinese influence and what we've been saying on our show for the past few uh, streams that we've been doing. Uh, in our new Real News Quarantine uh, special edition is that people might finally now wake up to Chinese influence because what are people uh, seeing? Are they seeing Russian collusion? Are they, are they I, I shouldn't use the word seeing, it's just the word feeling. Are people feeling the effects of Russia? Are people feeling Russia, Russian collusion? No, they're not. Are they feeling Chinese influence? Are they feeling Chinese um, you know, uh, effects? Yes, they are. They're literally quarantined right now because of it. They literally don't have a job right now because of it. They are feeling the effects of China. They don't feel anything from Russia. So then they're going to start waking up saying, maybe this whole Russia thing really is a hoax like Trump was saying. And maybe Trump was right about China the entire time. You know, And he's been saying for how many years? People are going to be waking up, I think, to the Chinese lie that we've been sold. They're going to wake up to the real hoax, which is the Chinese hoax. And what I mean by Chinese hoax is that these um, these lies were told like, oh, China's, you know, they're not that bad. I mean, oh, they're just a paper tiger. Don't worry about them. No, that they are the enemy right now. They're the real enemy. Russia isn't shit. We've known this, but not everybody else knows. This. That's the thing. And we're we would genuinely probably are red pulling people through this coronavirus on who the real enemy is, China. And people are feeling it. They're feeling the effects of it and they're scared by it and they rightfully so should be because china has a lot of control on a lot of products and manufacturing that we don't have anymore yeah well 
you know, and that's like, that's the unfortunate thing too, right? And the other thing, thing too is I do want to qualify this because I've actually said similar things on my audio podcast uh, the last couple of days, um, which by the way, I mean, all, all the all the live streams are also, you know, available in audio format too, you know, but, um, you know, one of the things that people, people, that people bring up to me is, oh, well, the Chinese can't be behind this because their people are sick too. And let me qualify this. When, when we say China, or at least when I say China, I think that there are lots of people individually in China, citizens you know, who are suffering because of this and who oh, don't are. mean us any harm and whatnot. But, but when we, but when we're, but when we're referring to the Chinese, we're referring to the Chinese government yeah. who does not, who does not give a shit about their own people. They don't care how many of their own people die from the coronavirus. And I mean, would, I mean, would they, would they, would they kill their own people to spread a biological attack? Yeah. So, and right. real quick, I promise not, I, once again, I, I keep breaking this promise. I try not to bring up Owen <laughs> into the stream, but Owen, the coronavirus is real. You keep at, asking for who's dying because of this and you want names. Uh, I can't give you a name, but I can tell you that the Chinese, don't get mad at the gravelers or whatever you're calling them for starting this. Get Wait. mad at the Chinese. Wait, what's this new term he has? The grabblers? Yeah, that yeah, that's what he calls Jews. So. <laughs> Owens, he's a special case. Oh man, he needs a he's he's bicycle helmet special at this point. God damn, he's one, one he's not just one that flew over the cuckoo's nest. He is uh, fucking a hundred that flew over the cuckoo's nest. Well, well, when, well, when he, when he, when he used to be on a sitcom way back in the day, he actually did wear a bicycle helmet. So, <laughs> somebody get that picture. That's that's a meme now. I uh, I can I I can send it I can send it to you, to you on <laughs> on Skype. Oh, that that'd be fabulous. But anyway, yeah, so, yeah, the, the Chinese are bad news. Yeah, the government's evil. They are a totalitarian uh, dictatorship that doesn't give a shit about anything but power and control. It, they are the, the globalists of globalists. And I'm telling you, I mean, we have been saying this. I can't emphasize enough. We've been saying this stuff for years, a lot of us. Like, before, I mean... One of the things that turned me on to Trump was a lot of this stuff he'd say about China because my dad and I would say the same thing, and Trump was like the only one before he ran for president when he would come on Fox and these other shows that was talking about it. I'm like, why isn't anyone else talking about us? And the American people, you know, some of them know about this, some of them don't. Some of them got woken up by Trump, but I can't emphasize enough that we need to keep hammering this. It is important to call this a Chinese virus because it's putting the blame on who is responsible for this and waking people up you know i mean it's powerful persuasion calling it the chinese virus because it always will associate this deadly pandemic with china as it rightfully should and i mean we need to make sure people are waking up of this because not everyone is like us it's like fully engaged with these things and we need to make sure we're engaging people and they know 
who is responsible for this and who is the real enemy. I mean, I, I can't emphasize enough, like, what we're doing now is more important than ever at an individual level. Yeah, no, I know. It's, uh... You're laughing I mean, at that own picture, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just I just typed oh I invented bicycle and uh into Google Images and got some got some results that I'm not sure I even can I'm not even sure I can share on screen. Aww. So we'll save uh, that for the D live streams. Yeah, pre pretty soon that's that's the only place I'll be allowed. Um, but. No, not in all seriousness, though. Um, I mean, just the just the fact that like California is locked down. Yeah. I I I made I made the joke earlier on on Twitter. I'm like, wow, for for an open border for an open border state, like they should change their tune really fucking fast. That's the other thing. I mean, this is. I hope this virus is red pilling people. This Chinese virus is red pilling people on. The fact that open borders kills. Open borders kills people. Border security is about protecting your people, protecting your citizens and your country. It's nothing more than that. It's about protecting people and keeping them safe. Because I just, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was, I was just going to end by saying that, you know, there are a lot of good people coming. I mean, look, there are a lot. Of, I mean, my family is um, uh, British, Russian, and Italian, and German immigrants. That's where, you know, but they're good people, but we need to make sure we're letting in good people and keeping out bad people. I mean, it's literally that simple. I don't, you know, don't let the media brainwash you on this. Yeah, I, I just, I just kind of find it funny, as I just mentioned, that California, which for the longest time was the biggest, you know, one of, oh, you know, open borders are a good idea, so our yeah. sanctuary cities. Now, they were the first ones to say nope, no one in or out. Like yeah, they shut down to, quick, to the point where their own people can't leave and get in and out of the state. And so. I, I have to say, when you mentioned California, let's remember that who who was one of the first uh, Democrats to praise Trump was fucking of all people Gavin Newsom, governor of California, uh, sleazy used car salesman Gavin Newsom. I mean it. I, I have to say, I give him credit where credit's due. I mean, I, I don't want to trash him right there like I did, but, you know, that's what I've always been my impression of him is that he just seemed like a jerk. And to see him do that was just like, oh, cool. I mean, yeah. he has some decency. And Cuomo from New York, I have to say, Cuomo has been, of all the Democrats, he's been the best. He's been fantastic. I mean, he's doing two jobs, I hear. He's doing de Blasio's job of being mayor of New York City while also um, trying to run a state. And he's doing a hell of a good job. I mean, he's been saying, like, yeah, the Trump administration has given me, um, you know, plenty of help, and they've been listening, and they've been fully engaged. I mean, I props to, like, props to Cuomo for being a real leader, and I bet Democrats are looking at him like, shit, I wish he was who we had running against Trump. Yeah, is there is there a more useless mayor than fucking De Blasio? Oh fuck! I mean, I like like I, every day I'm hearing something about him. Yeah, and uh, and the fucking like like him you blowing up all, all over the fucking media. If I if I have to 
listen to you on the media, you're probably doing a shitty job, especially with a city like New York City, which is one of the most populated cities in the world. You're, you're t- there's there's a lot of problems going on in that city and your ass is sitting in front of a fucking camera or, you know, tweeting about some shit. Yeah, it, it pissed like like it rubbed me the wrong way. He was he was talking about uh, like because a couple of a couple of the Brooklyn Nets recently tested positive for the coronavirus. And so the whole team got tested or whatever. And uh, Bill de Blasio was saying, well, how come they're how come they're getting tested? And, you know, when some of these sick people can't even get tested, well, one, you're a piece of shit mayor. That's why. <laughs> and two, um, how about their NBA players? You know, like like looking at it from a broader, a macro perspective, there you know how many people um interact with a bas- an NBA player, right? You got press, you've got fans, you've got, you know, team employees, you've got endorsement people, you've got agents, you've got a whole shitload of people that are interacting with that one person on a given day. And if this dude is sick, right, everybody around him is probably getting sick. Then oh, they're yeah. going home. Everybody about around them are getting sick. He plays in a game. If there's a ventilation system, everybody else is at, at risk. And then they're going home to their families and they're getting they're risking getting sick. And then they're going to work. They're getting sick, right? The ripple effects of one person yeah. when you're talking about an NBA player is astounding. That's why they're getting and and one the rich they can afford to get a private they can get a private company to test their shit with a quickness. All right. Sorry. It's the way that's the way the world works. Okay. And, and you have ample, you have opportunity to do your fucking job and make sure some of these people are getting tested. By the way, how's that healthcare? How's healthcare going on in New York city? Piece of shit. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you what it's, uh, you know, it's 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 really interesting. All I can say is thank God that uh, Governor Ron DeSantis uh, won here in Florida because the. Uh... <laughs> oh, you want to talk about that? Yeah. Oh, you yeah. you're gonna that? bring that one up. Phil, okay. Phil, 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 Phil knew Phil knew exactly where where I was going. Me yeah. too. So, we uh... know. Have you seen the pictures? No, I, oh, I, oh, oh, those are God. definitely not kosher. Those you, you cannot show. You got, I will send them to you, but we, we will warn viewers that this is something you, we will not post viewer, on the stream. Viewer discretion is highly advised. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Oh my God. Is, I'm going to send you this and uh, Sam, your discretion is advised too, because you're about to see one of the most disturbing uh almost uh to be governors or whatever am am i am i going to need to am i going to need to uh yeah you're gonna need some real therapy oh okay so i can't go back i can't go back so looking at play so looking at playboy to even it out won't help or what Dude, you're gonna need to look at something more powerful. Oh, they censored. Oh, did they get rid of the, the juicy photos oh, yeah. in this article? 
Shit, uh, they did. Hang on, who's... Oh, sorry, this is a failure. I will have to probably screenshot this because... Oh, crap, now it's going to be on my phone. Ill. Yeah, yeah, they'll be like, oh, he's got gay pictures on his phone. Okay, <laughs> I'm telling his girlfriend. Oh, no. T, if you're listening, I'm sorry. It's not what it seems. I know, I know many men have said that before, but trust me, it's not what it seems. Yes, he's the backdoor supper now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well... Well, well, Sean's girlfriend, he hasn't he hasn't started listening to Owen Benjamin on the regular yet, so he he's okay. Which, speaking of, I have a I have an equally disturbing picture to show you guys. That just means I'm 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 just gay, not crazy and gay. Hey, you're bi curious. Yeah. Bi curious. Yeah, I'll, I'll use that excuse next time she busts in on me. I'm just just exploring myself. I mean, jeez, the fuck's wrong with you? Can't I be myself? I thought we were progressive here. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the picture? Um, I saw the headline. I sent I sent the screenshot of the picture to your Discord. Hang on, let me go. Let I need me go to hear in. your reaction. It's gonna be just mm, more. You got we. Let me imagine if DeSantis was actually <laughs> your governor. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Imagine all the meth and the dildo. Imagine every penis. <laughs> Up his his bedside. <laughs> oh my! Oh my God! <laughs> Imagine all the, the vomit. <laughs> going deep inside. Imagine all the brown lube created oh. by a party. God, that sounds so much better. Like this fucking yeah. Skype grade quality of two amateur <laughs> radio hosts from Penn State sounds way better than what those fucking multi million dollar triple A celebrities were. Well, no, I don't know. I'm not gonna call them triple A. Sorry, let me backtrack red, that. Red, red, red Corona in the chat goes. I've already seen the photo. Please don't show. No. <laughs> no, we won't do that to you. We're nice. And by oh, the way, uh... to be super crystal clear, because I know this clip will get taken out of context by somebody at some point in our lives, we are perfectly fine with gay people. There is nothing wrong with being gay. It is something some people are born with, or you know, nurt yeah. nature. Uh, nature. Uh, uh, uh... After seeing, after seeing this, I'm not so sure. So. <laughs> but, 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 yeah, but I, I'm start. Ron DeSantis is starting to change my mind. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah. I mean, seriously. You know what? You know what bothers me though. What, what bothers me more than anything though, and and yeah, of course, you know. <laughs> what they didn't use the, all the math. Yeah, you know, we we all we all have gay. We all have friends of the LGBT. We all have a community token. or whatever. We all have a token. But like, yeah, but but it's. It's the idea that this dude was selling himself 
as this married dude with kids yeah. that was like a he's married a, with a, kids. a family guy and then he's got this shit in the background right <laughs> if you if you if you if you want to be gay be go honest. for it right be, be gay it's okay it's fine 20, it's 2020 now it's okay to be yeah. gay like it yeah, literally but, is but don't but don't like but don't have a wife and children and then sell that shit in front of the camera and then go go to a quote unquote wedding, right? Where <laughs> with alcohol and gay prostitutes. And a okay? male escort. Let's, and let's... meth. Oh, I'm meth. I'm sorry. Don't forget his male escort. Well, no, gay hooker, uh, hooker escort. What do you think? Uh, uh, aren't they not one and the same? Potato, <laughs> potato. Yeah, I, well, I, I mean, there's so many moving parts well, gonna, here that I kind of forget. Uh, you're going to get somebody that's going to say, well, escort is you're just paying for the date, okay? <laughs> Hooker, you're actually paying for sex. I'm like, really? Really? <laughs> the proper that's, term. That's what you're going with? It's like, remember that dude that sent, like, a petition out um, to get, like, um, I get uh, he was calling for, like, housing and uh, um, uh, meal plans to be refunded for Penn State students and he said branch campuses and some chick got offended she's like it's commonwealth campuses it see we get one of those people to be like it's it's not um pimp it's not hooker it's male escort <laughs> it's like a piece like, of shit I am not I am not a pimp okay I am a manager okay yeah, I'm a, a manager yeah I'm a person I am a in a management cus- position <laughs> I am in upper management. Now get out on the street, you bitch. <laughs> to be clear, yes, we are stealing Jeff Dunn's joke. Don't don't sue us. We're not Amy Schumer. Don't worry. We're not we're not pieces of shit. We actually attribute our jokes to their source if we do borrow them. You know, you know who is who my favorite uh well, who one of my favorite comics is and I've been listening to him a lot lately. It's Nick DiPaolo. You guys, mm. yeah, he's funny. He's he's he, funny. Yeah, Crowder he, he mentions does, him a lot. He does a daily free podcast now. That's pretty good. So everybody's got a podcast now. You know, say like everybody's got. And I'm not shitting. I'm just saying like you know, so like podcasts are now like the fucking like candy of like every yes, person. Yes, and I am, and I am thrilled about that now. People, people think I would be mad, but look, as someone who has been doing podcasting for a long time, uh, and I'm going to use this as a segue. Um, oh, bold move there. My uh, my 13th anniversary is coming up on Wednesday, and as Aww. someone and as someone who has been doing this for a long ass time, I'm thrilled that people finally know what this is. So, I can take her out to dinner. I, no, I I wish. What I was gonna say is I've been podcasting for thirteen years. <laughs> yeah, you you can have like a special like birthday cake for your podcast, you know. Uh, like what maybe do you, you gotta celebrate. Like everybody's got their like fucking celebrations for these podcasts and shit. Was like, oh, we hit a million subscribers, yay! Celebration time. Then you have the YouTubers who are just like, I don't give a shit about you guys. I'm just gonna make another video, or they'll be like that. They'll be like, you know what? It's so special that I'm not gonna make it special. I'm just gonna make it like any other video. Well, which which type are you gonna be? Are you gonna are you gonna take her on a dinner, or are you just gonna park her at home and be like, no, nah, it's just a normal day. We're not we're not like that. We're not gonna buy into that consumerism, man. 
No, you want you you want to know what I'm gonna do? For real? You want yeah, me to real. reveal my plans? Yeah. I'm I'm gonna invite a whole a whole bunch of uh, guests who have been on the podcast yep. before. That's it, how you do it. If their schedule allows, so you Phil, are, you and Phil are definitely invited. I'm oh, gonna invite you. Uh, I'm gonna invite uh, Jeff Hamill on. Oh, we can so. finally have our little because he wanted to talk to us at one point. You on the oh, show? Yeah, he used to he used to be my producer way back in the day oh. when he was when he was still conservative. So well, what uh, happened there? <laughs> Ask him. I will. Like, dude, what the fuck, man? Did you go to the dark side? Um. Yeah, sort of. Oh boy, we'll convert him back. We'll bring him back to the to the light. We'll show him the light. By the by the way, uh, and Andrew Gillum's attorney confirms that that nude picture is, in fact, uh, Andrew Gillum. Oh, God, that's awkward. Uh, confirmation, right? Because we need that. Speaking of, uh, speaking of gay men, I'm going to post something in your... Uh... Wait, what? what? What's this, Sam? You, you're going to what now? You're going to come out what now? <laughs> No, we're gonna post no. what now and where now about what we have to support him in his new journey okay <laughs> support him like i i know it was for something else but the way you just started i was like oh, dude, <laughs> yeah. you're fucking like setting yourself up there and i'm gonna take advantage of it no nah, nah. yeah hey hey he's gonna take advantage of it <laughs> he's gonna take advantage sorry of it. um watch uh, your butthole tea. sam God, we're it, more it, homophobic it's, than Crowder. It's 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 bad enough that John Arcade tries to to hit on me. So, oh, he's got yeah, I got competition. I got to deal with now. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Seriousness though, I I did drop uh something in your just in your Discord since you since you mentioned uh bike helmets a, a few minutes ago. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's yeah, that? That's him. God damn! I like how there's a TBS logo in the corner. I know, right? That's cute. No, that no, that's the that's the network that he was on back in the day. That's actually so. pretty good. I mean, here's the thing about Owen is like he actually had some good gigs going for him, but then he started talking about the moon and Jews and. <laughs> Yeah, and then he only he and then he accused uh, a bunch of people of trying to like send poison gummy dicks. So <laughs> uh, yeah, he accused uh, you. Uh, you're like a that, that that's sort of like a coalition you were a part of of poisoning his kids. Yeah, and here and here's the thing is like all we do is basically all we were doing at that point was basically just like shooting the shooting the breeze on the internet, like talking at like random shit like guitars and like you know just like random stuff that was too much so. for owen can't handle it because well he didn't like the fact that we were that we were more liked than he was i guess and then he started drinking turpentine <laughs> oh yeah 
So that one's my favorite one. That he thinks Turk and Turpentine's types gonna like get the gay out of him. <laughs> hey, maybe Andrew Gillum should hit him up on that. Uh, maybe maybe he'll he'll be he'll be like uh, Ellen will be like guys Gillum should totally drink turpentine. Oh, so he probably will fucking say it. Ellen Benjamin, what a poor lost soul. Yeah, Vox Day isn't much isn't much better though either. So yeah, what he's... happened to him? Uh, he he was always weird to be honest. Like even even when Milo was friends with him, I, I even like messaged Milo once and was like, eh, I like you, Milo, but this Vox guy, I don't know him. And I I'm sorry, Sean. I know you like Mike's, I know you like Mike Th- Thernovich, but <laughs> he weirds me out a bit too. Yeah, so, trust guy. me. I I met him. Cool dude. He is what he he's he's for real. I mean he. He, sometimes I disagree with some things he's um, said about Trump on Twitter. I think he's a bit too hard on Trump, but I get he's doing game, he's doing strategy. But the dude, trust me, he, Milo says he fulfills his obligations all the time, so he's a reliable dude. And that, that tells, that's for me as somebody who hates unreliableness and has to deal with it all the time. Um, I mean, anybody that's done the group project knows what I'm talking about. When somebody's reliable, yes. that is a strong uh, character um, suit right there. And that, that means a lot to me. I know in, in the political world that means a hell of a lot. But Cernovich, I, I, have, I respect for him. I really do like him. And I would say give him another shot. Give him a fair shake. He, he he's, he's a cool dude. Quick side rant about group projects since you brought that up. Oh, um, so, uh, <laughs> which one I are wish, you in this time? I wish school was just canceled at this point just... rather than them doing online classes because now I have to do a group project online. I was already stuck with one, and two of my group members didn't really do shit. One in particular uh... did nothing, and I gave a pretty uh um brutally honest uh report and they didn't like that yeah well we're supposed to do a we're supposed to do like a group project in my in my marketing class and i'm kind of yep. worried about it so. you have to do like an ad campaign that's what i'm doing yeah we're doing we're doing an ad campaign we're doing an ad campaign for 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 like a women's shampoo too which i have it's progressive of you sam it's it's not my it's not my choice uh we didn't really know what to do so this chick this chick was kind of like well i know i know a lot about it's her company, I guess, makes it or whatever. So we were kind of like, okay, cool. But now with us like meeting online, I'm sure it'll turn out okay. But like, well, see, do you have um? See, okay, I I've done a bunch of these. And I've done I think two of them in classes, and you know, I if have you ever seen Gavin McGinnis's TED Talk? Uh. I've I've seen his stand-up comedy, but I'm not sure if I've seen his TED Talk. His TED Talk is required viewing if you're doing a group project. It is it he sums up perfectly every fucking 
hatred I have for group projects. They are the bane of my existence and they suck because people suck. I mean, especially group projects. It's because people are just there. Like the people that want to do group projects are the ones that want you to do the work for them. They don't want to do work. They want to leech off of you and let other people do the work for them. So what I recommend doing is, you know, work with what you got. If somebody's not doing their work, push them to do it. Uh, the one I'm currently in, this one guy didn't do shit, but we were told like in your peer evaluations, because we had to do like three of them during this whole process, be honest. And I was honest. I said, hey, look, I did a lot of work. This other girl did a lot of work. This other girl did some. This guy did a little bit, but this guy did nothing. So we were luckily great individually um, based on that. So it wasn't some Marxist thing where we're all given the equal grade, even if, you know, one guy did shit and we all did you know and other people did a lot of the work um and they got the same grade but my professor has been talking to the guy didn't do shit behind the scenes and is hopefully straightening him out so it is it does suck i feel your pain but you kind of have to just um you kind of have to just plow through it and i i hate to say it but and it is annoying but if you can't get people to do the work then you just kind of have to do all the work then and you know the one good thing is you know it'll be done properly yeah, I know. Um, look, I mean, I'm I I wasn't that worried about about it up until the school got like put on the line. Mm. So, um, the other thing is, I don't I don't know what I'm gonna do about my uh, marketing internship uh, yeah. anymore. I, I I think I think my marketing internship is done done actually because I was in charge. Well, I was in charge, but like. My main job was to actually write stories and cover events that were that were going on in the school. So kind of like a journalist oh, thing. Fuck yeah, that does suck. Because I know but, a few friends are in a similar situation where they had internships with school related stuff. And now it's just gone. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I mean, the good news is, is I talked to my professor, uh, and I'm. She can't really like give me a grade on it, but I'm gonna get a pass. I know I'm gonna get a pass. Um, as as is everyone in the internship program because we can't really do anything because of Corona. But but I will say this: I actually I I shouldn't say I actually, but just in general, I really like the people that I that I works uh, for and with. So um, and that technically I still do. It'll just be interesting telecommuting so yeah i mean i will say like i even you know because we're kind of we're in very similar both both boats both uh ad marketing guys trying to weave through this internship world i right before uh i was told that my school would have any sort of cancellations of in-person classes there was a local open house for some internship gig and i went and I didn't even, I'm not going to lie, I didn't take it, like, I don't want to say I didn't take it seriously. I just was kind of like, eh, we'll see what happens. I wasn't, like, super like, oh, this is the gig I need to get. You know, I wasn't that sort of, in that sort of mode. But I went there. I didn't even have my suit because I left at school. Cause I didn't even know I was going to do this thing. And I got it. I don't know how, why, or what. And it is unpaid, which sucks. But... Um, you know, and I'm going to look around, but I'm glad I did it because th- two days later, Penn State announced, 
um, that classes would be uh, canceled in person till April 3rd and then a, f you know, a few days ago they announced no more classes the rest of the semester in person all online so I'm like I hope I'm going to still get this internship gig that I got I think I will but it might be my only option now because I bet a lot of employers are either going to be doing unpaid internships which is no different from what I have or just none you know <laughs> Well, you know, what's funny is basically my, uh, my boss who, for the school who, who, who heads up marketing, because I told him, Hey, I have friends at Penn state and they said that their, you know, campus is getting closed for, uh, two weeks. And, um, Basically, I was told that like whatever Penn State does, we're probably gonna do. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know why Penn State is so special that you guys influence Florida <laughs> universities so much, but apparently you guys do. So then, once I heard from you that you guys were closing for the rest of the semester, I was like, "Yep, we're gonna do the same." So, so thanks, Sean. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a Big Ten status. We really flex it. Apparently, I was I was just looking I was just browsing around Twitter because oh why the why fuck not man? why the fuck not Wait, there's a there's a tweet there was a tweet by the World Health Organization and it happened in January right so they said. Uh, preliminary investigations conducted by the Chinese authorities have found no clear evidence of human-to-human -human transmission of the novel coronavirus <laughs> identified in Wuhan, China. Wow. What? Drink, what? drink that one in. Something Owen why Benjamin they, believes. Why are they calling it the novel? Oh, no, he believe, he doesn't even believe the, the virus exists. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's a hot yeah. take. <laughs> mm -hmm. But yeah, the, the 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 World Health Organization, which is basically, you know, a stoolie for China now too. But um, but yeah, they 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 were like, this is another thing that the Chinese did. Like they they basically said that this virus wasn't a big deal. They, you know. You can't get it from human to human interaction, which that's now a fucking lie, obviously. Like thou hundreds of thousands of people infected and thousands of deaths later. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, that's the case now. That's not even just and it's a like, lie. That's a dumb lie. You know what I it mean? It is. But it's but but this is this is part of what the this is another part of what the Chinese did to put everyone basically in danger. Like the fact that they did nothing, they covered it up. And then by the time they decided to do some shit, it was way too fucking late. And like pretty much the whole world got infected trillions of dollars lost. Like, like they need to, they need to fucking pay. See, I thought the Chinese would at least be good at lying. They're really just like, what the fuck? I mean, it's like when they said, Oh, it's the U.S. Army that brought the coronavirus. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, that actually made me laugh when I heard it, just because, 
just because you know you know like you know like when a kid i like sometimes when like a little kid will lie but they're so bad at it it's yeah. almost like that's it's almost like laughable <laughs> yeah it's like that's that's arguably why trump actually that is why trump is calling it the chinese virus yeah he said it himself he's like look look you know what the chinese said they said that our soldiers caused this damn virus no that's not going to happen on my watch it's the chinese virus it came from china but mr trump that's racist yeah 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 no kidding that's a, yeah. that is actually that that is actually i'm like what why are you guys complaining about you know why are you guys complaining about racism at a time Again. like like Again, this. it's not even race. It's not even racist. China's not even a fucking race. Like, what are they talking about? And since it's like it, the it, left yeah. care about fucking Asians anymore. They don't give a shit about them. Just ask Harvard. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, I guess the one good thing to come out of this, uh, about out of this coronavirus thing, is that Sarah. Not a sponsor of the uh, program. Ooh, yes. Yeah, has uh has discounted all their graphic design software. Um, I don't know if Eric, if Evil Eric is still in the uh, chat, but um, Eric as a fellow graphic designer, I'm Ooh. I'm sure. Well, you're more of a graphic I would make designer. Good friends with him. You're more of a graphic designer than than I am. I'm. I'm not e I'm not even really. I I've noodled around with it, but yeah, I've I've got a whole bunch of. So that's how I'm gonna kill. I'm that's how I'm gonna kill the time. I'm I'm gonna try and teach myself graphic design while I can. Dude, do it honestly. Oh. Um, I I will gladly uh sell the Serif Affinity Suite for everyone because, um, I think I've used it maybe a little bit more than you. I think you're pretty new to it. Sounds like. But I mean, I'm pretty new too. But I have been, um, you know, I've used Photoshop a lot in my life, and Penn State finally, during my junior year, gave us access to the Adobe Creative Cloud suite, the full shebang for free. Well, free, quote unquote, pay for our fucking tuition. And it's good advertising for Adobe and a good way to hook people on their products. I know what they're doing. But it's also good for us ad marketing people because when you apply for jobs and shit, they want to see that shit on your resume. That you can do Photoshop, you can do Illustrate, you can do InDesign. But if you're more of a freelancer, if you, you know, want something for home and your employer doesn't give it to you for free, you know, the Creative Cloud suite and you can't use it at home, which, you know, I, I don't know if I'm going to be... Uh, getting access to if I do the internship I do just find me I understand it but it just sucks because I use it every day for our YouTube channel um, you know to make the thumbnails to produce the videos and do the little wavy thing with After Effects to uh, get rid of the background on let's on some figures uh, you know image to put them on a thumbnail that I use and that I create an illustrator. I mean, it's, it's a lot of what we do. And I am, you know, I, I can't afford it. I simply can't afford to buy it. It's fucking expensive as shit. Paying that subscription every month. 
but the wonderful people at Seraph, and I'm not paid to say any of this, I'm no shill, uh, but they have created an all Adobe suite, an all creative cloud, basically, and they're slowly adding more and more pieces to it, but their suite uh, is incredibly cost-effective. I'm hoping they add, like, an audio editor at one point because uh, to kind of, like, counteract uh adobe audition which is what i'm using right now to mix the audio podcast yeah um i mean they they might i think they're gonna stick more of graphic tools for now um maybe maybe they'll try something else i'm not sure yet but you know the only they're the best alternative i tried their free trial of uh, affinity photo and affinity photo is the best photoshop alternative it's it on on a normal day it's only 50 bucks and you get to keep it forever you get free updates uh, except when they do a full huge version and i think you have to pay uh the 50 bucks again but still that's one, less still less than one month of the creative cloud and it's Cra- pretty yeah cr- damn close to adobe photoshop like it's pretty good creative cloud is a uh, is a big ass ripoff for sure. Oh yeah, so. it's because Adobe has a fucking monopoly on the marketplace, and there's no competitor. And Affinity's the best competitor by far, and one of the only. And it's it looks pretty good. I mean, I've used it. It's got like most of the features. I mean, is is Photoshop is the Adobe Suite still the best? Yes, it genuinely is. But for the price, it just isn't worth it. And Affinity's fantastic, and I'm gonna. Now, right now, they're having a great sale because of the coronavirus thing. All their software's 50% off. It's by far the best sale they've ever had. On Black Friday, Cyber Monday, it's usually only 30%. But now it's 50% off. It's an absolute steal. It's the best bargain you're going to get. So I recommend everybody get it. If anything, and this is what I'm doing, it's just as a backup. In case you can't get Adobe Creative Cloud for free through your workplace or whatever, you will still have some quality editing tools. And Affinity is by far the best compared to all the other alternatives out there. And it's available on Mac and PC. And it's available on iPad too. Only 25 bucks, So you can get two for one. That's two-thirds of the suite right there. I'm probably going to get the full thing. Um, at least two of them. They're Illustrator and Photoshop alternatives. And it's a great deal. It's pretty, you know, good community, great updates they send every once in a while, from what I understand. And I can't recommend it enough because Adobe is just a ripoff. And, you know, it's, I'm probably going to be, if, if I'm going to go full poor people, so I'm going to be editing on GarageBand, which I still do now, even with the Adobe Suite. I never touched Audition, except maybe once. Uh, and then use Affinity to uh, photo to get rid of the backgrounds on images and then put it all in Affinity Designer to create the thumbnail and edit it. My videos, I guess, maybe I'll break down, get Final Cut, or else I'll do iMovie for a bit. I don't know, but, you know, it's I've, Adobe's I've annoying. Used- I've used both. Uh, I use both iMovie and Final Cut. I'm actually working on new on a new intro for this show uh, in Final Cut. What so, do you think of Final Cut? I'm curious. I'm st- I'm still learning it, but I like it. So it's. Have you used it's Premiere? E- 
Uh, I used it a long time ago. Did not really care for it. So when I first well, used Premiere, it was kind of frustrating. I'm not gonna lie, because it's there's certain things about it that just didn't make a lot of sense to me. I've gotten used to it. I bet I could use Final Cut and I'd be fine with it. But Premiere is pretty good once you get used to it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's a pros con thing because <clears throat> I feel like you could like final you know fi uh, final cut that that's like uh, the Apple products they're easier to use, mm -hmm. but you could definitely do a lot more with you know the Adobe products, and then you have like with the Apple products you can you can pay a one time thing and you just own the own the fucking software yeah. and then you know with adobe you just you have to buy a subscription which i guess depending on however long you use it can be more over time and you know it, it's yeah it's give or take i guess you know pros cons i don't honestly i've heard from some people that you can do basically as much in final cut but i've heard some people say otherwise i think it depends what you're doing I think for most of us, especially YouTubers, I think Final Cut's more mm. than enough. Yeah. Final, Final Cut is probably overkill for a lot of people, but I'm, I mean, like, I'm just trying, right now I'm learning how to do, like, intros for myself. I mean, the other thing is, like, I'm self-teaching myself a lot of yeah. this stuff, too, so. I'm mostly self-taught, too. I mean, I started using Premiere in a film class, but they really didn't teach us much. I kind of figured things out quicker than they were teaching us. Um, but I think there's also, I think it's Compressor and some and Motion are the other two things you can get. The sister programs are basically like an After Effects and some other thing. Um, so I think if you're doing intros, I think you would need to get Motion. I already have mo Motion at. Mm, actually okay. so how is that by um, the way compared to like after effects i haven't used motion as much right now i'm just trying to learn uh fine mo um, motion is motion is up next though so dude after effects is fucking confusing to me i still don't understand that app i mean i've tried it i the only thing i was able to do is create this little as you see on our videos that uh audio wave that you know responds to the audio we have in our videos i mean i learned that through a youtube tutorial that's the good thing about the adobe stuff is you can youtube everything with it but my god trying to learn that program on your own is just oh it just it's so counter intuitive to everything you've known about every other app you've ever used before because it's all about keyframes and setting stuff to do things at certain times with multiple timelines it's like ugh. Uh, oh yeah yeah oh yeah that's why i mean that's why those people get paid the big bucks so i definitely appreciate what they do so mm -hmm. yeah that's the one thing is my internship it sounds like they use a lot of after effects they don't even use premiere they just use fucking after effects and i was like do i need to know this before i start that job he's like no don't worry about it. You'll learn. I'm like, okay. Well, that's good at least. So. Yeah, could be a good experience then. Learn fucking After Effects. Yeah, and and for those folks, uh, you know, just tuning in, I 
if you're kind of like, what are these guys just shooting the breeze for? That's exactly what we're doing. We're sick of Corona uh, news, and we're trying to talk about other shit, too. Yeah, that's actually kind of what we are doing accidentally. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're the... We're the Versa Media people bringing the non-corona news. Mm-hmm. That that's that's a whole thing though too. That's kind of bizarre. I mean, I do want. I guess this could be a topic in in and of itself. But I mean, I know that coronavirus is like a big thing. I get it. But that's all that's in the news yep. right now. Twenty-four-seven. The o- the only thing the only thing that's like non-newsworthy is that like is that Tom Brady is finally, like, he's coming to Tampa. He's coming to my city. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's Phil's a big... has got a few things on that. Well, I mean, but, uh, uh, it's big. I mean, it, it, it's really big because, uh, yeah, T- Tampa Bay wasn't doing so hot. And, I like, they're... There's a lot of buzz now. Now that Tom Bowl. Brady's down there, a lot of buzz now. A lot of ticket sales are going up, merchandise, all that. Yeah, like, but yeah, it's a big, it's a big deal. And I think he fit real, like from a football perspective, I think he fits pretty well with what, like, with the tools that Tampa Bay has. Like, they have quite a few good receivers. They got like their offense. Like, if if they all they need to do, all Tampa Bay needs to do is just shut the fuck up and get out of the way and let Tom Brady run the offense. <laughs> if they can yep. do that, they'll be okay. If they try to like go, Oh, Hey, Tom Brady. Hey, maybe we do stuff down here that like, not good. That would not be a good idea. So, Cause then Tom Brady be like, Oh yeah. How many super bowls do you have? I got, I got more super bowls in my left hand than this whole fucking team has. Okay. You shut the fuck up and let me do my thing. And then we'll, we'll, we'll see how far we fly. Which I, which I actually think is what he should do on the very first day. Yeah. Um, but, and I mean, I hate to be drear, but I'm kind of like, I'm I'm excited about it, but again, is it even gonna happen, or are we gonna be quarantined forever? So yeah, well, I mean, hopefully, hopefully we get. I'm 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 a little optimistic on that one. I think me too. I think by within with within a month or two, I think we're we'll have, you Going know, we'll have normal. we'll have drugs. We'll have, you know, I I think a. A vaccine could be in circulation. Something. I think something medically will happen where we can start containing this thing, and we'll have a new. You know, hey, we'll have a new billionaire. <laughs> whoever creates this, whoever creates the cure of this thing, deserves to be a billionaire. It, it a vaccine better happen because I mean. Some people, some people are speculating that we'll be in that this that we'll be in this crisis until July, which I'm kind of like. Uh, I'm I think we'll be in the tail end of it. Then I think that's when it'll be going down substantially. But I think our peak is going to be in April at some point. I don't know when, but I, I, I you know, I Trump also might be. You know, I mean, he thinks this way. I'm not saying this is what he's saying, but 
he will sometimes oversell things so that uh, as LI taught us in the Leadership Institute school you over promise or, or under promise and over perform and he's stretching it out like it's going to take this long time and then turns out oh he did it quicker than he said he would wow they were ahead of schedule I'm not saying he knows for certain when this is going to end but he may be, you know, he's got good instincts. So he may be saying it's going to end later than it actually will so that it's, you know, they can say that they did it quickly uh, and they did it ahead of schedule, which I don't blame him, especially given how terribly the media has treated him. I think it would just be smart of him to do it that way. Yeah, I mean, I... I, I... And I mean, I heard something about like how him and like Fauci or whatever are like disagreeing on stuff no. in media. I mean, this is yeah. like we were talking about this on our stream. It you, we, Ben Carson said this on TV on Fox a few uh, hours ago, and I think he worded it perfectly. Uh, and this is how Scott Adams would look at the situation too, which is they they are different people looking at things differently. As all it is, Trump has a business mind. Fauci has a scientist mind. When you have a business mind, you're going to look at things as how as, well, you're going to look at it in terms of speed and uh, investment and trying things out. Trump is saying we need we're in an emergency. We need to deal with this quickly. Uh, so let's try this thing out. It's got high benefits and low costs. Let's try it out. What could go wrong? Well, how bad could it really be? Let's just try it. Whereas Fauci's looking at it from a more scientific perspective, which is, well, we really don't know if this works. Uh, it could. There's been some anecdotal cases that are promising, but we need to do tests. We need to do more studies first to actually before we can recommend this to people. I personally think Trump's strategy, his mindset, it's, it's probably the better um, way of thinking right now because we are in a very do or die situation we don't have time to be doing scientific studies and examining things super closely and i think fauci knows that but i think his scientific instincts are getting the better of him and i don't blame him for that i think it's good to have that mix of perspectives because different professions think differently and this is a perfect case that it's actually a beautiful difference that's constructive because it will force the best um uh, response to this virus possible it's going to force innovation it's going to force the best solution and it's going to save lives honestly so again just to reiterate it's a business mind versus a science mind business minds think in terms of speed and in terms of a b testing and well it's you know it, it, it promotes competition too because you know there's a lot of fucking people that want to get the cure for this thing so they could sell it and yeah you know a lot comp competition you get the best out of you get the best out of things when you're competing against one another did you guys uh speaking of business and whatnot did you guys i don't know do you guys uh ever watch norm mcdonald's stuff yeah i've seen some of his stuff i started watching a bit of his netflix show then i for whatever reason stopped Norm Norm Macdonald, he's he's another comedian I I love. He he did a he actually did a hilarious stand-up routine on on the Corona virus. Um, and I'll, I'll send you guys the link to watch 
I'm not. I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe, maybe we all can watch it, watch it together. I'm not uh, sure, but he does this great bit about um, coronavirus and how you know everyone everyone likes to bitch at how evil big pharma is up until uh, so you know, scenario up until scenarios like this. I mean the way the way he does it is funny, but it's also true. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, and like, and like, I'm not the biggest proponent of big pharma. I, I do think that you know, big pharma tends to you know overreach in a lot of areas, but this is certainly one of those where, you know, if we, if we can get a cure, um, you know, I think that's good. I also going back to bitching about the Groypers, uh. You know, Israeli scientists are also working on on a cure, and and the Gripers are like freaking out and saying stuff like, "Oh well, well of course they're work, of course they're of course they're working on a cure." You know, why are what do they know about the coronavirus? You know, all all that all that retarded shit that they do, and I'm like, did you realize Israel's one of the biggest like pharmaceutical suppliers in the world <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah well yeah well yeah well and they're they're making into a big conspiracy and i'm like of course i'm like i'm like i'm like of course i'm like why are you guys bitching about the about the israelis like you know doing about about the israelis doing this like you know they could actually be really helpful in this situation so. Well, and I noticed, like, because we actually talked to a few of these Groypers recently, they also are under this weird delusion that Trump has done nothing, and that, and they're pissed off at him for that. They think he's done nothing. They think this is, like, a, like uh, that this is going to be a big apocalypse. They think he's been totally useless through it. And um, one of the other things they were saying, I forget, we, we mentioned this, but they have some really weird opinions about this whole thing. I'm like, what point? Them? Oh, and they also they're falling for the stupid um, hindsight is 2020, and all of this. They go, well, he could have done this, he should have done this. I'm like, I, I I didn't quite say as well as I should, but Scott Adams put it perfectly when he said, everybody thinks that everybody's a genius after the fact. Everybody thinks they know what should have been done after stuff was done and that that sort of thinking really pisses me off when people do that and they criticize people it's like you know you weren't making the decisions you weren't under the pressure you didn't have to make the hard choices somebody did and they did the best that they could with the cards they were dealt so fuck off and shut up so the gripers are kind of doing the uh the griper hey it's funny to me that the gripers are uh Taking the narrative from the new from the New York from the uh, New Yorker magazine, yeah, or but... no, or no, or no. I'm sorry, from the Atlantic. That's the source I mentioned earlier, because the Atlantic is run by evil Jews. <laughs> but no, no, in no, in all seriousness, it's funny that the Gripers are. I mean, I'm not that all that surprised because the Gripers are leftists pretending to be alt right. Or you know, right wingers, but it's it's kind of funny how like the super uber far right and the uh, and the far left are taking the same narrative of blaming Trump for the coronavirus. 
That's the you weird know? thing about the Groypers is they talk about how awful journalism journalists are and how you can't trust the media, and then they believe every bullshit thing the media says. Like one even cited the New York Times to me about something, and I'm like, "And you trust the New York Times?" And then they just got silent. <laughs> yeah. So, so. Uh... Yeah, it, it's 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 ridiculous. I mean, and and again, this this is kind of what this is kind of what I'm. This was kind of what I was referring to earlier. Of the one thing about the about the coronavirus hysteria. I mean, it's kind of like a political Rorschach test for America because, you know, like certain people see what they want to see. You know, there there's a certain percentage wanting to blame the Democrats. You know, for the coronavirus and the, and the deep state, and then there's like a certain percentage wanting to blame Trump for the coronavirus. When in reality, like I said, it's the chai comms. Yeah, it's like it, it is a it's a test on everyone. I mean, it's not only a test on the world's medical capacity. You know, are we prepared for a pandemic? Which obviously we are not, but. And also, I mean, can we adapt? How quickly can we adapt? America can adapt. Britain is failing at adapting. China is, well, they do whatever China does. They, they know how to get more power and control. China. China knows what they're doing uh, with in terms of authoritarianism. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, what, what is the media... Well, what did, you know, it's a test on the media. Like, can they actually report things accurately? Can they put politics and their biases aside to report things accurately and be a productive force uh, for providing people with information and not just be hacks? Well, no, they can't. Uh, can Democrats put their differences aside to actually help President Trump and to help the people of this country um, fight the coronavirus? For the most part, no. Some of them, and credit where credit's, credit where credits do goes to um, Gavin Newsom and uh, Cuomo, especially Cuomo. He's been the most decent of all of them by far. Even most... even Elon Omar, right? Even Elon Omar was crediting Trump with the coronavirus response, right? Oh, really? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Holy. Hold on. Hold on. You need to find Holy... that tweet. Holy need... shit. How I... Hell has, hell has finally frozen over, ladies and gentlemen. The 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 apocalypse might actually be happening. Well, so. I forgot to mention this too on uh, the stream before, but Trump's again. I take I do take polls with a grain of salt. They are mostly bullshit. But in an ABC poll, a recent one, Trump has a fifty five percent approval rating of the coronavirus. In terms okay, of so, polls, that's unbelievable for him. Omar, uh, okay, so so the tweet was, she tweeted, politics aside, this is incredible and the right response in this critical time with a hand clapping emoji. Was it in reference to any article or like tweet she was retweeting? Uh, wait, hold on, let's get this. Uh, yeah. Right. So this was in response to uh, Trump suspending mortgage foreclosures, demanding cash payments to Americans, uh, invoking the Defense of Production Act provo to force private firms to produce needed supplies. 
Um, which, yeah, which was, yeah, was, was the right move. I mean, at that time it is, it is the right move. And yeah, Elon Omar praised him, which, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, rightfully so. I mean, Trump has been a man someone of action. Buy, someone buy the devil a coat, because I'm pretty sure hell froze over. I mean, Trump yeah. has been every day. Those press conferences have been action-packed. I mean, it's every day is a new piece of action. He's going out there and doing things every day. Okay, uh, yeah. So we'll continue this one here. Hold on. Uh, Ayanna Presley, which... She, She's shitty, but whatever. Always says unprecedented times require unprecedented leadership, and we are seeing that in our country right now. I have faith that we will survive this as a nation and build together. Finally, we should never let politics get in the way of good policy. This is a great start and hope others will be a part of a united front to push for good policies that will help us work through the economic anxiety this country is feeling right now. Wow. Yeah. See, this this uh, pandemic has the potential to bring us greater unity than after 9-11. It really does. Will it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But these, this is like, this is where you can Maybe. separate the decent people from the fucking scum. Well, I, w- I wouldn't. I, I, would I wouldn't call it Ilan Omar decent, I w- but. Yeah, I would still clear that one. But, yeah. But it can help. But, yeah, you're it right. It can definitely But you help. are right. Red Corona in the chat actually made a great comment, which I have pinned to the uh, stream here. He says, can you imagine how nuts they are going to be if if Israel comes up with, with the virus cure? He's referring to the Gripers, I think. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Oh, yeah. yeah, they're already... Yeah. They're already losing their shit. But yeah, no, I mean, every... Look, that, that that's a ridiculous complaint about Israel. Like everyone is working on a fucking on something to combat this shit. Like this is this is what happens, you know. There's a whole bunch of people trying. Like when something's killing this many people, there's people are go, people all over the place are going to be working on on a cure, on a vaccine, on a drug or something. I mean that's ridiculous to just say, oh my god, and then and then people are saying, oh we, bitching about the foreign aid, and I'm like, I, I'm like, do, do you do you do you even know what you're talking about when it comes to foreign policy? I mean it's like, we're not just giving like they're like, they're like we're giving three billion to Israel. It's like, well we're not really giving it. We're there's business going on. There's, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that are, that's involved, and there's a lot of business that we are doing over there that's tied into the foreign aid. It's not like we're not just coming over there with suitcases going up. Oh, here's three billion dollars. Like, I don't know. It's it's just ridiculous. People, people are also mad, and this isn't really been political, but there, but there are some tech analysts out there who are mad. How could Apple be releasing a new iPad and a new MacBook at a time like this? This is the wrong time for a launch. We're in crisis, and it's like well, they they man. have to get it out. They have to get it out before the before we start kicking China's ass. Like, well, oh, we gotta go. 
we got to get this mess out before they start cracking down on the Chinese trades and tariffs and all that shit. Well, not well, not just that though. I'm I'm thinking more like from a practical level of like, you guys like this is actually pretty good because if people are like buying, you know, like those people that, those people that can buy like new iPads and whatnot, and you know, people those that can should because it'll help like boost the economy somewhat mm-hmm. at least. So. It's it's going to be weird because um, Sean and I were talking about the uh, the Mac Pro and like when it comes out, like uh, I guess Tim Cook was touting that they're uh, they're building it in the United States, like they're building the Mac Pro in the United States. Yeah, but it's it's going to be fucking pricey. Really fucking pricey. You're talking about the prices are starting, I think, at six grand. And they can go all the way up to like fifty what, fifty three thousand? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah, that's that's for the Mac Pro though. That's like for the yeah. super, super high end, like Yeah, the premier holy shit computer. Yeah. But you know, like for the for like the new iPad Pro, like that's what I'm saying, though. If, if people can buy them, they should because, you know, then that might bring the stock market up a little bit. So, you know, which will be good for all of us, hopefully. So, so um, yeah. Any uh, Anything else in terms of, you know, I mean, it's Trying oh. over here, damn it! Easy. <laughs> Don't ask for so much. The, I think this is like the most casual stream I've had in in a while. So, yeah. um, but if the apocalypse ever does happen, uh, it's going to be dictator Phil that saves saves us all. <laughs> so. When they better. Uh, they better hope there. There's going to be a lot of executions if I ever take over. A lot of executions. How do you think I got this name? Like, yeah, Sean, myself, and a whole bunch of other people used to have conversations of what. I, like, if I was dictator, this is what would happen. Like, dude, there would be, for like, like I always, like, for example, I always felt like there's we don't execute enough people in this country. Yes. Like we don't, I don't even think Texas does it enough. Right. Like there's so many, there's like people, I hate when liberals say we, there, there should not be uh no one deserves the death penalty. I'm like, there's plenty of fucking people that deserve <laughs> the death penalty. Right. There are murderers. There are rapists. If you rape a child, you should be executed. Um, <laughs> if you like, if you uh, like, run a Ponzi scheme that people lose their life savings and have to, and end up committing suicide. Yeah. You're probably getting executed there too. Um, like I, I think, yeah, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people I, like, like you, you can't just say nobody, nobody deserves, nobody deserves the, the, to be executed. Like, no, that's, that's, that's wrong. I'm sorry. You know, why should my tax dollars pay for their fucking three hots and a cot for the rest of their fucking lives, man? That's bullshit. Yes. 
I, yeah, I can't the, agree more. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. The prison system. I mean, I, I, I definitely agree with Gavin and a lot of libertarians, and I can't believe I'm agreeing with. Uh, I can't believe I'm agreeing with the libertarians on this, but um, you know, I do believe that the prison system is over is overrun. Or overcrowded. I there's say. way too much legal bullshit when it comes because they say they're saying like financial researchers are saying that it costs the government more to actually execute somebody mm-hmm. than it does to keep somebody in jail for the rest of their lives. I'm like, that's fucked. Like, are you kidding me? Like it, like again. If dictator Phil were in charge, it wouldn't be costing very much at all. To, yeah, okay. Like, oh, because they're like, well, we have to make sure that they have legal representation if they file an appeal, and then if they want to file another appeal after that, we have to honor. We have to make sure that they are adequately represented, and then we have to, you know, we have to provide a last meal. And then we have to humanely euthanize them with like a, a numbing agent and then a paralyzing agent. And oh then the, one, a final one that finally euthanizes them. I'm like, shit, you get 30 days. You get 30 <laughs> days to file your appeal. And if that and if you don't get your appeal by then, you're fresh out of fucking luck. And then there's enough of those chemicals and shit. No. How about a 13-cent shell to the back of the head? Bam. There you go. Game over. It's done. Saving money. Money saved. There you go. I Phil, cannot... Phil I, I have to ask you, do you know who the Punisher is? Yes. One of my yes, favorite comics. Me. I I I feel like the I feel like Frank Castle is your spirit animal. Yeah, <laughs> probably, probably. Oh, but oh no no, and, and and there's a catch. Okay, I you there. I would I would bring a Death Row Hunger Games. Okay, and I would I would make it pay per view, and that money <laughs> would basically fund the Department of Collections. So so no burden on the taxpayer whatsoever, right? Yeah. And, well, what's up? Um, Red Red Corona wants wants to know uh, will will he exile the Barrack Holt to Antarctica? Um, what what did you, what did you say? Hold on, let me let me let me let me see this. Yeah, Red yeah Red Corona in the chat wants to know if you'll exile exile Owen Benjamin's uh you know hold cult to uh, Antarctica. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Damn, I gotta, man. I, I I would, I would need him on my administration. There, that that would be. I need, I would need advisors. I would need the smartest advisors. Well, somebody made a good first impression. And and look, and and like I'm saying, okay. So so here's another thing that I I think of too, like. The Democratic Party is doing some things right now that would get themselves executed in other countries. You know that, right? Like the way that they talk about our president, the way that they talk about our president. Oh no, here we go. If if you did that, if you do that (laughs) in other countries, you're, you're on the firing squad, right? You're not going to, you can talk this way, you know, and I, I don't, 
I don't like what you're implying here, Phil. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I'm saying, okay, so so here's here's the thing, right? At saying what you could say whatever you want, but the actions that follow that could be construed as treason, right? Like if you go and get, if you break the law to interject what the leader is trying to do, that could be considered treason, right? No, he's not wrong. If you're aiding, if, you, if you're aiding, okay. So, so here's my thing, right? If you physically aid, like you're, here's like Cory Booker when he was running for president, he aided an illegal immigrant to come over to the country, right? Dude, that's fucking treason. Like, yo, you 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 broke the law and allowed an illegal immigrant to come in this country. Are you out of your mind? That could he could have been a criminal, right? Could have been an MS-13 gang member, killing, raping anybody, right? Uh-uh. Not on my watch. But MS-13 is just so misunderstood, Phil. They're just a bunch of kids. Yeah, we need to take time to understand why MS-13 cutting off people's heads and raping <laughs> them and all that stuff. We got to understand what did they, what did we do to make them want to do that to, to those people? Like, are you kidding me? No, I like. You, you know the funniest thing is when um, remember when Trump called them animals? There were literally articles like people were jumping on him saying, "Oh, he called all immigrants animals," which never yeah. happened. But this is what, this is what, this is what fucking pisses me off too. Okay, they're not only are they are not only. Not only what was that? What's that S word that I was, you know, having trouble like with the the press conference? There's oh um yeah, I know what you're thinking of. I'm already forgetting it. They're shitheads. Is that what you're? <laughs> no, you you are correct in that sensationalized. There you go. Oh, so this sensationalization that that these people are doing. So I, one of these things is they they cut these fucking clips. Like, like you, you know how when he said you're a terrible reporter to that guy, they clip, they they clip this clip to where it makes it look like, uh, Ale the, the Alexander the reporter was saying, oh, well, what do we do? Like where he's asking an honest question and then he was just getting attacked and they sold us, oh, he's just attacking that report, uh, that reporter for basically doing his job. Like, no, you like. He was basically digging at the president. If you look at the whole thing, he was trying to say, oh, we have a drug. We were confident that it may do something. It may not. But I'm optimi optim optimistic and we're going to, you know, we're pushing forward. Maybe maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't. And, and, and this is where, you know, he Alexander is cutting people off. And all before that, but they don't, they don't, they don't play that shit. Though instead, all they do is play when he asks the question and the response after that. This is bullshit. Like this is bullshit. Yeah, they should kick these fuckers out of the press room, right? <laughs> they need to kick these fuckers out of the press room. Like if you want to, like, like if you're gonna do that bullshit, right? This misleading bullshit. Get the fuck out of my press room, right? You don't need to be here. See, I yeah, was going to ask what would Dictator Phil do, and then I realized Dictator Phil wouldn't even have a press room. No, I would I would absolutely have a press room. Okay. It's, if you tried that bullshit, though, yeah, get, get out. 
Get the see, fuck out, right? See, I might I might be worse than Phil when it comes to the media because if, if I were in charge, only certain media outlets would be allowed. So in oh. the uh, in the press room. I mean, I don't mind if you ask me or if you ask the tr- the president tough questions or challenging questions or something like that. But like there's a difference between asking provocative questions. Well, there's a difference between asking, you know, challenging questions or challenging somebody and then just sensationalizing bullshit, you know? And yeah. and you can't like this, and this is what they do. This is what these fuckers do, right? They, they 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 do this all the time. Like they'll cut clips of, you know, like violence, like police violence or something like that. They'll they'll cut a clip where it's like, oh, they're beating an innocent person. It's like, no, no. If you if you play the whole clip, or they'll they did it to the Covington kids, right? They only played that one clip of. You know, of the the kids smiling, like no, they're play the whole clip where the black dude, the, the black him, uh, Hebrew like people mm. were were cursing them, cursing out these Catholic kids, right? And 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 where the the um the the fake vet the fake veteran was beating a drum in front of these kids, like yo, play that shit before you like, it's it's really deceptive and Trump is 100% right. These, this is fake news. This is corrupt news. Yeah. I'll, did I ever, did I ever tell you my, uh, fake news story during mm. the, uh, during the election? No, you did not. No, you did not. So when I, so as most of the listeners will will know, and I think I've shared this with you guys too, I was not the biggest uh, I was not the biggest Trump supporter, you know, when when he first entered the race. Just, and it wasn't even because like I I never got to the level of, of like never Trumper, but like at first I was kind of like, eh, you know, Trump's kind of like you know he's a celebrity, you know, this is the guy from The Apprentice. Like I like Trump, but he's you know, like he's a showman and he's a he's a celebrity. Like, uh, you know, like there, I think there are a bunch more people who are qualified. Well, you know, as Trump started to progress more and more, I'm like, okay, this guy is serious, and if he is the nominee, I will support him. Well, then it got to the point where, like, once it came down to Ted Cruz, you know, and Trump, I was like, yeah, I'm on the Trump train now for sure, and. Um, it was like about that time that I guess Trump like made fun of that uh, reporter who like asked him a stupid question and Trump like made fun of him or something like that. And it, and it was, it was revealed uh, later that that reporter ha- has like cerebral palsy. Or oh something. yeah. Yep. Which is what I have. So, like, literally for like two months, I shit you not. That's how long I had to deal with that. I kept getting, well, Trump made some made made fun of someone with cerebral palsy. Sam, how do you feel about that? And I'm like, and I'm like, well, first of all, if he was 
if he was trying to make fun of someone with cerebral palsy, he didn't do a very good job because he wasn't he wasn't emphasizing, you know, uh, gestures enough to make it like really in, in, insulting. I said, B, he was making fun of the reporter for having a cerebral palsy. Was he was he was making fun of the reporter for being an idiot and asking stupid questions, and he made fun of him in in, in a way that, you know, he, he I mean he mocked the reporter in the same way he mocked Ted Cruz and whatnot. You know, like like Trump does that you know, arm flailing thing with everyone when he makes fun of people. Yeah, there are clips of it too. So, um, you know, but, I mean, it just goes to show that Trump derangement syndrome, it's not as bad. Surprisingly, that's the one thing that has also gone down during the, the COVID is the Trump derangement syndrome. But I swear to God that that will be back as soon as this crisis is over, probably. So. That's actually an interesting story because that's how the walk away guy, that's what turned him um, to Trump. One of his big moments was that when he found out that that whole thing was a lie. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, and and. My my response was even if he did make fun of the guy who you know who cares like I I would I would rather have a guy who makes who makes fun of disabled people, you know than a than a than a psycho bitch that has no problem killing them, which is hella. Mm-hmm. So, oh, come so. On. she she's the goddess. She's just lovely though. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't matter like like if you're. If you're a Republican running for president, it doesn't matter who the hell you are. At that point in time, you're evil, right? You're evil, and you must be stopped at all costs. Every Like, they did it to George W. Bush. They did it to John McCain, even though they fucking praised him later on. Mm. Oh, he's such a... He's such a brave person for standing up to Donald Trump. Like, no, you were just, you were calling him, you were calling him the worst person in the world when he was running for president against Barack Obama. Mm -hmm. What about Mitt Romney? Mitt Romney, same thing, right? Went against, went against Donald Trump. You were called, they were, they were destroying him during the election, right? It's, it's only, it's only whenever it fits their narrative. I, yeah, I, I, well, and I also all these celebrities that that were like, like Ellen DeGeneres, who was like, you know, hugging George W. Bush, like on, you know, like yeah, she sat, was saying, right, sat right next to him at a Cowboys game, and was like, you know, and like all these celebrities are like, hey, you know, George W. Bush, what a great, what a great guy, you know, he's just, he's just a guy you could hang out with and have a beer with, and I'm like, uh-huh. and I'm like. Wait a minute! You motherfuckers were calling him a war a war criminal, not like you know, not like seventy years ago. So and saying he was like the worst president in history. So. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I'll I'll say well, I, I will say, man, that was that second half, like that second term was not very good, but. But, I mean, look, it's not like, I mean, at least we were safe. I mean, Obama, I didn't know what the fuck was going on with with Obama's eight years. Like, 
Yeah, Ob- Obama's entire presidency was was shitty, and it 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 got worse as time went on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, the left just came unhinged completely. So, um, I mean, Sean's probably Sean's probably too young to remember the first half half of the Bush era. Yeah, so. I really don't. I mean, Obama was the first presidency I really remember. So, yeah, I, 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 I will cherish the day that Donald Trump won the election every day for the rest of my life. So, um, so same here, man. Yeah, um, and, and if for any reason it's so many people were just like shitting on this guy and they were just going oh that like like the they're they're screaming when he won the election one of my friends who's like a who's just a democrat like never trumper uh, he was like just i'm gonna let you get like here's here and he, he was like the dow jones is at this and the unemployment rate is at this and I, like we'll we'll see in a little bit how how uh, how terrible we're gonna see how great this loser really is, and it took 24 hours. It didn't even take 24 hours. It took six hours, right? All of a sudden, boom! Dow Jones just skyrockets. <laughs> Unemployment starts sinking, right? Right? The, and I'm like, you were saying what we were what were you saying? You know, like, and then he had to delete that. He yeah. had to delete that post because he oh realized that was the stupidest thing he ever did. I don't I don't mean to be graphic here, but I have to be completely honest. When all those reporters or I shouldn't even call them reporters, when all those, you know, news anchors and whatnot, especially TYT uh-huh. were like were freaking out, you know, that Trump that Trump won, I got the biggest boner from <laughs> Uh, it, it it was a, it wasn't even like a sexual bone or what what uh whatever but they're uh they're just their their tears were uh, the just, silence you know, uh, silence and tears oh my god I was yeah and I was telling Sean this earlier uh when when the election was going on I was watching it on Fox I was watching it on Fox News. And then, and then as it was looking like Trump was winning, right? As Trump was finishing off the election, right? Then I started looking, then I started turning on MSNBC. I'm like, I want to see the reaction on these fuckers' faces (laughs) when they have to, when they have to tell everybody that Donald Trump is their president, right? And then, and then all of a sudden Rachel Maddow, you could tell she was, she was, her eyes were welding up as that not only did Donald Trump win the election, but the Republicans got the, the house and the Senate. It's like, it's like, they're going to be able to undo Roe versus Wade. They're going to get the, they're going to be able to put in the, the next, uh, they're going to put in the next Supreme court justice, maybe even the next two. And, and and you looked like she was ready to cry, like tear. Let me let me taste your tears, you fucking bitch, please. Uh. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, it, it, yeah, it was it was great. I can't I can't wait till we can do it all over again. So yes, I'm I'm we we have to we have to do something. We have to do something. Like we need a if, big watch party. We yeah, we and we're and we're gonna just met it like we're just gonna completely rag on everyone, everyone, every every single news organization we're gonna just completely we're probably i i think we there's a good chance sean we could probably get kicked off of youtube for that shit guaranteed guaranteed we will probably get kicked off of youtube for some of the shit we say <laughs> for 2020 election See, we, it's gonna be brutal, gonna be brutal. we might be the prime time to go off on a high note oh yeah it's going to be brutal. Guaranteed, guaranteed, absolutely brutal. It will be name calling. It will be, we will, we will hurt people's feelings. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the thing it is, is you might get kicked off of YouTube, but you can, you can find other platforms. So, um, I mean, listen, I'm just like I said. I'm, you know, I'm going to be celebrating 13 years of podcasting on Wednesday, and I'm just getting started, mofos. So, yeah, yeah. Enter, Sam. Enter at your own risk. Okay, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that you know you're not welcome to be a part of this thing. Just saying, enter at your own risk. Okay, because we're going to be doing some crazy shit. Come the 2020 election, right? Oh, oh, me too. Maybe, maybe, or maybe not. Maybe Susan Wojcicki might cancel us personally. That's all I'm saying. I'm just... Well, uh, I might as well bring some Trump babes along with me. That then, if we're if we're mm. gonna if we're if we're if we're uh... No, Sean, you have a girlfriend. You can't be having that sort of reaction in, anymore, anymore, bud. So. Hey, I, I, I can look. I just can't touch. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so. they'll. Um, I want to. I want to see. Uh, like, see, see the the young Turks again when they realize that Trump is getting another four years. Oh my god. Anna Kasparian will be so fucking traumatized. She'll get another, uh, another few plastic surgery procedures done. <laughs> I don't want to derail things, but I want to mention a funny headline from the New York Post: Doctors say vaping could make coronavirus worse for young people. Really? Oh my god! <laughs> uh... Top-notch top reporting. Fucking vapors, ban really, really. You don't, you don't say so. Yeah. God, I mean, they are, they are cutting edge reporting right there. Va vaping is harmful. Is harmful. Who knew? More at eleven. Although I, although I've, I've got to be honest. I've, I've really wanted a cigarette this week because of the. Uh, coronavirus panic so oh you want to kill yourself <laughs> and i i don't i don't even smoke but 
And I know, I, yeah, like I said, I don't even, sm I don't even smoke, but people, but like people freaking out around me has kind of caused me to freak out a little bit. So you know, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm glad that you guys share my views on vaping too. I know I know that there are a couple of uh, YouTubers on here that are gonna get mad at me because they like to vape during their streams. So dude, I I just don't I I just oh, it's like all that shit to me is like so gross. Like I just don't I like breathing clean, nice, normal air. I don't. I mean, I can't even be in the, like, especially cigarettes, I can't even be in the same room. It's just, like, I mean, my eyes tear up. I, I don't like breathing it in. It's just awful shit. Now, I will say this. I do, I, I do like cigars. That's, that's, that's the one thing I, I like to smoke, but, like, that's, like, twice a year, maybe. See, I so. always hear people say that. They'll be like, I hate this, this is, but I like cigars, and I'm just, like, I think cigars are honestly worse. Never had one, never will, but smelling them, ugh, they smell awful. Some of some of them do. Some of the some of the some of them smell like do you like incense? No. Not really. I mean depends. Oh, oh, okay. But I just don't okay. like smelling things. I mean, my girlfriend will sometimes do candles, which I'm just like yeah, I'm not gonna go do that, but like it doesn't bother me. Well, 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 well. It's a good thing you're not like Joe Biden because he likes smelling everything. <laughs> yeah, so. he likes more than just incense. <laughs> he likes hey, incest. Hey, hey. <clears throat> okay, look. Hey, Joe Biden is being a considerate person. Okay, oh, is he? look. Is he? Not only look. Not only are you getting a picture. With Joe Biden, look, he's giving you a back rub, you know? He's giving you a nice back rub while while he's getting a picture done. And and he's smelling you to make sure you smell nice for that way when somebody when you're around other people, he knows that you smell nice. Okay? He's a very considerate person. Okay. Okay, nobody bought that shit. Okay. All no, right, I, I got did. It. I was just, you know, I was stunned that you would even think somebody would think the opposite i mean it's just look, it couldn't be more true it's like look you know everybody's so hard on them you know and you know and Poor and i'm sure joe. nobody's nobody's as hard as joe biden in those moments but you know <laughs> i couldn't even keep a straight face saying that one um so if, uh, it wasn't, if it wasn't 3 a.m., I would I would actually laugh harder at that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, well, speaking of guys, I mean, I mean, we're at two hours, and it's yeah, it is 3 a.m. So, uh, any final thoughts? You know, um, I would say don't get in front of Joe Biden, and stay safe. You know, do your social diligence and listen to your elected officials on this one and wash your hands. If you don't wash your hands, we will all yeah. die. Every single yeah. person. Yeah, make, please. Make the safety precautions because uh, we need you. We're trying. We need you because we're trying to 
make uh, Susan Wojcicki pay us. Okay, <laughs> we're trying to get to a point where that bitch finally pays us. So please uh, stay alive and uh, yeah, view us. Yeah, streamlabs.com forward slash rules report if you can spare a few bucks. Uh, if not, you know, that's cool. I understand we're kind of all in a weird situation, but yeah, hope, hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get back to a point where, you know, some of the advertisers can start paying, uh, you know, again, somewhat. But, uh, you know, I'll be back for a show on Wednesday for the anniversary show. Uh, time to be announced when that will be, but uh, I'm sure I'll get a good couple guests for that. So, uh, you know, anyway, uh, thanks to everyone, you know, for watching and, uh, I'll see you next time. Uh, Sean, Phil, you guys have anything you want to plug? At Versa News Media on Twitter. Uh, and maybe I guess I'll plug at Uncensored AM. Uncensored America, the new free speech club I was starting. I don't know the future now, so, you know, if I do figure it out, that's a good place to find out. None All of right. do. Yep, Dictator Phil, one word on Twitter, okay? Uh, if you, if you want to hear more stupid shit like the shit I've been saying for the last couple of hours, <laughs> yep, there it is. And I, Vers I, Versa Media and YouTube, that's the other important one. <laughs> Phil, I, I feel like you need your own podcast, to be honest. So just, uh, just you know, I, I just, I want to hear all the random stuff that goes through through your head. So. You do! You do! He's, we, we're all, I, I, I say all the random stuff. I, I need other people. Dude, Sean is awesome, okay? It's like, like he's, he's that personality that kind of, you know... He he brings it out of me, you know. Oops. So it's like <laughs> like the yin to the yang, you know. And yeah. I don't mean and I don't mean math yang either. Mm. Yeah. The, although the funny thing is, is we are going to be getting a thousand dollars a month for a while, I guess. The Trump so. okay. yin. There you go. Yeah. So. Alrighty, alrighty, guys. Thanks for uh, you know coming on, and thanks to the guys. Thanks to those who uh, you know tuned in and stuck with us. So for yep, for all later, Gator. We night. we appreciate y'all. Uh, from all of us here, at NGC uh, Studios and Versa Media. Uh, good night. God bless. God save this great nation. God freedom. I'm in that order, and we'll see you on the next. Uh, podcast. Wash your so, hands, motherfuckers. Yeah, wash your hands and and uh, wipe down your devices with uh, wipes too. So second. G